0: Mind Magic, the podcast all about mood, mindset, and magnetizing the life you want. I'm your host, Hannah Kokovai. With nearly 10 years as a transformational coach under my belt and hundreds of women's lives changed, I've got you covered with science-based spells to help you create more abundance, love, confidence, healing, and more. And yes, I'm going to drop some F-bombs and call them incantations. Fucking get ready to make anxiety, insecurity, and overwhelm go poof. I'm here to show you how to do magic with your mind. Hello, friends and lovers. We are here for episode number nine, Boundaries. Listen, I have been getting so much great feedback on this show and I want to just really quickly take a minute to say thank you for listening because, phew, it's fucking scary sometimes living with my thoughts about making this show and putting it out for you. So thank you for being here and listening in and making me feel not alone. I mean, I am alone right now, just recording to an empty room, but I know that some of you are going to be listening. I also want to make sure that you know that you also have access to even more than just listening to the show. You have access to practicing this stuff. You guys, that's a really important component of coaching, right? What I offer you here on the show is readily available for you to put into practice if you want. You can hear the show. You can change your life based on what you hear. You can take what resonates here and be like, okay, I am responsible for my own feelings and thoughts create feelings. That's what Hannah is teaching me. So I'm gonna work on cleaning up what I can and even just one thought swap Will change your life just from listening to this show. But also, I personally tend to listen to podcasts and then not do anything with them. (laughs) I mean, I love listening to podcasts for the entertainment and of course I learn something, right? There's always a takeaway. Maybe I do do things sometimes because (laughs) because I definitely bought jade eggs based on something I heard in a podcast recently i think it was goop but i've also never used them like sometimes i take an action but then like i don't go all the way right it feels like kind of a waste i bought these jade eggs and they are still in the baggie not helping my yoni <laughs> so anyways if you want to do something with this work if you want to take the jade eggs out of the pretty silk baggie and actually put them where they can do some work come get coached or join one of my virtual programs because I will teach you the tools to apply this work in real time and in your real life. (laughs) Some of you are like, wait, jade eggs? (laughs) What the fuck are jade eggs? And where do they go? (laughs) Wouldn't you like to know? Um, I do have a program That's taking place next month, October 13th, is the day that we begin. For those of you that want to join into something, maybe you're not ready for a one to one coaching program um, or partnership, but you want to be coached in a capacity that is bigger than the podcast. Registration for this group is now open. If you go to my website, you can sign up, and it's called Feel Better Fast. It's a crash course in coaching yourself to feel better and get what you want. And it's literally only $25 for five days of content. You should be there live on the webinar if you can, because I'm offering coaching for those of you that want it. And it's going to be so fun. But you'll also have access to all the recordings if you can't be there live for all the days. But this is where you can start if you're like, I love the show. I want to actually put this stuff into practice in the context of my life and how I'm feeling and what is feeling hard for me. Come join us and feel better fast. Go to my website, hannakokovai.com, or you can follow me um, on Instagram, and the direct link to join Feel Better Fast is in my bio there. Go. Do it. Use the jade eggs. (laughs) You won't regret it. I'm going to coach my face off for you. It's going to be a blast. Okay, today we are talking about boundaries. And we're talking less about debunking this thought that someone isn't holding your boundaries and more about what boundaries actually mean. I love talking about boundaries. I have so many friends and clients that are misusing the term boundaries to try and get what they want from other people. And so we're going to kind of debunk this just idea of boundaries in general. And this topic was actually inspired by a Facebook thread that I read and participated in in an entrepreneur group that I'm part of where somebody had posted a question to the group that the title of the post was, boss not honoring my boundaries. And there was this like whole discussion about this woman's boss who she thought should not the problem was that she thought that her boss should not send her emails after 10 p.m. And there were a lot of opinions flying around in there about what boundaries are and whether this woman was right to take to uh make this request of her boss or like what she should do or should she ignore it or whatever. Just FYI, you guys, most of the thoughts that we talk about on here on this show are inspired by either myself or my personal clients. But sometimes I just see something on the interwebs or hear something in real life And I just can't help myself. (laughs) And my brain instantly starts thinking in models and coach speak and how that thought is not helpful to this person's life. And I'm like, okay, I need to share this with my listeners because this is juicy real life problems. And so here we are. (laughs) So beware. If you're posting something on the internet somewhere, I might have a comment about it on this podcast in the future. All righty, boundaries. Boundaries. First, I'm going to tell you what boundaries are not. Okay, this is what boundaries are not. Boundaries are not ultimatums. Boundaries are not rules that must be followed by another person. They are also not a way to get someone else to do what you want. I'm bursting a lot of bubbles. (laughs) I can hear you cringing right now. So boundaries are, here's what they are. They are personal lines around your physical or emotional space that when crossed, you do something. Okay, so a true boundary sounds like if you do this, here's what I will do. If you yell at me, I will leave. If you get drunk at this party, I will go home. If you call me and ask me about my sex life, mom, I will hang up the phone. If you come to my house unannounced, I will not answer the door. If you send me an email after 10 p.m., I will not read it until the next day. So none of those boundaries actually require that the other person do anything differently if they don't want to. And I think that's where we tend to get confused about boundaries and why I wanted to talk about this in some detail here today, because what people think boundaries look like are like I want my friend to call me back and I have boundaries a- around like how my friendships should look and she's not calling me back. Or I want my husband to get sober and he's not, so he's crossing my boundary and that's not okay. Or in the case of this woman on the Interwebs, she wanted her boss to stop sending emails after 10 p.m. because she thinks that's bad boss behavior. Your husband getting sober is not something that you can control. Your friend calling you back is not something that you can control. Your boss sending you emails is not something you can control. Your husband might not want to get sober. Your friend might not want to call you back. And your boss sounds like your boss loves sending late night emails, (laughs) right? And none of them are crossing a boundary in these situations, okay? Your husband is just drinking alcohol and you think that he shouldn't do that. Your friend is choosing not to call you and you think that she should. And your boss likes to send emails on her time off and you don't. That is not a true boundary. That is trying to get someone else to do something that you want them to do. And that's okay. That's totally okay. Right? You... You can ask people to do shit all day long that you want them to do. I'm not saying at all that you shouldn't make requests of people in your life and see where that goes, right? I request things of people all the time. Like I want Michael to take out the trash because I hate doing that, (laughs) right? But if he doesn't take out the trash, that's not him crossing a boundary, okay? You can ask your friend to call you. But really wanting your friend to call you back or call you more is a manual. It's not like setting a boundary, okay? A manual or like the playbook for how you think that your friend should behave or how you think that this other person in your life should behave. And those manuals usually don't get followed, They usually don't work and they lead to a lot of disappointment because just because you give someone the rule book doesn't mean they're going to abide by it. And who says they have to abide by it anyways, besides you, right? Your friend probably has a lot of good reasons in her own mind for why she isn't calling you back right away. Why would she want to follow your rule book when her rules make a lot more sense to her in her mind? So let's stop confusing trying to make people conform to what we want them to do into a boundary ish- issue, okay? So what examples can you guys think of that you thought were boundaries? Because I know when I first learned about boundaries and what they were not, I was like, oh, okay, okay. I see where I have all of these things in my life that I thought were boundaries, but they're not. They're actually just me wanting someone else to follow my life rules. So like, where in your life can you see where you thought you were setting a boundary or you were using that terminology about something that you really just wanted somebody to follow the rules so that you could feel better? (laughs) And you'll notice that it's not a boundary when there was never any intention of you doing something differently when the other person doesn't comply. If you didn't have an action that you would take if that boundary was crossed, then it's not a well-set boundary or it's not a boundary issue at all. I used to think that my ex- boyfriend was crossing a boundary because he wasn't going to therapy. This is like one of those ones that came up for me when I was learning about boundaries for the first time. And I was like, oh, okay. I used to say, I used to like use this verbiage too. I would say this is a hard boundary for me. Someone that I'm dating must be in therapy because I value this form of support like, even if you don't have a diagnosed mental illness or chronic stress or any of that, like, I need to have my significant other be doing something for his mental health. And he just wasn't interested in that. <laughs> and I would say, well, that's a boundary for me. And I am I would be constantly upset about that. And I would be like, in my mind, I don't know if I can stay dating this person. And you know, he needs to go to therapy or else. Not a boundary issue. (laughs) That was a me issue. (laughs) That was a manual that I made up. Frankly, I made it up after years of dating. Like it wasn't even before I began dating this person. Um, It was a manual that I decided to make up for him years after dating, and I decided to ask him to follow this manual and then throw a fit in my own mind about it when he was like, "Uh, no thanks, right? I don't want to do that. In a true boundary, you make a request of another person to stop doing something that is crossing an emotional or physical line for you. Okay, so if this woman who started the thread on the entrepreneur Facebook group ever listens to this podcast. (laughs) Hi. Here's me telling you exactly how to set up a boundary with your boss. Okay. Unsolicited coaching. Here we go. So let your boss know that from 10 PM to 9 AM, you don't respond to work calls or texts or emails. Then, You don't open your email or pick up your phone between those hours. That is a boundary that you set and you honor. So you ask that your boss not email you or else, or else what? Like, or else is the part where boundaries are honored or not honored by the person that sets the boundary. Okay? So if you ask your boss not to email, email you after 10 and then she does, and then you just get mad and complain about it or yell at her for emailing you, that is a boundary that's not being honored. But the person who isn't honoring it is you. The or else part is the you not actually opening the email. <laughs> okay? So it's not something that the other person has to do. And the or else part is not a punishment for the other person. And it's not meant to be a punishment for yourself either. What you do when the other person doesn't comply with what you've asked is an exercise of power over your emotions and your own results. It's something that the person setting the boundary does out of self-love And love for the other person. Think about that. Think about what that means. I don't check my emails after 10 because I love myself. And I honor my boundary of not working after 10 p.m. And, and, I love you as you are. And I allow you to continue to email to your heart's content. That is the definition of a boundary. What am I going to do out of self-love and love for the other person to honor my boundary? So threatening what you will do if a person doesn't comply with your boundary request and then not following through is actually a great way to lose self-trust and self-love and perpetuate this idea that the other person is in control of how we feel. Okay, and we know that that's not true, right? Other people do not control how we feel. So if you tell your boss that if she emails you after 10 p.m., you won't read it, and then you read it, who's not honoring the boundary? It's you. So boundaries teach us a lot about self-trust and self-responsibility over outsourcing our power and the control over how we feel. We also learn a lot about allowing other people to be who they are without judgment or resentment, right? Like if you ask somebody not to do something that they keep doing and you haven't set a boundary for what you're going to do, it's really easy to drop into blame and resentment and make the other person wrong, right? Like, What they're doing is wrong, they suck, they're not honoring my boundary, right? But what if you could both, both of you, like both you and the other person, what if you could both do exactly what you wanted to do and live your lives in harmony without the burden of either one of you trying to accommodate the other's desires, right? Like my boss wants to email at 10 p.m. She can still keep doing that. I don't want to email at 10 p.m. I can still keep doing that, right? And there's no resentment or blame of each other, right? Now, in truth, you don't ever have to even verbalize a boundary. But I often do if someone is like actually crossing one right like i don't go into situations i don't go out into the world announcing my boundaries like i don't like go to a restaurant and say like hello friends and strangers listen these are my boundaries if anybody you know touches my body while i'm at this restaurant i'm going to you know call the police or whatever like no you don't need to announce your boundaries all the time but sometimes you want to like Sometimes you want to be upfront with your with your boundaries. And sometimes if you can anticipate something like, for instance, if you have a strict boundary around work hours, that might be something you share with your coworkers or your boss upfront, right? A lot of people ask me about boundaries in dating situations. Like if you're meeting someone for a date and you know already that you don't want to kiss on the first date. You can inform them, sure. Like, hey, I just want you to know I don't kiss on the first date. If you, you know, try to kiss me, I'm going to leave, right? That's a boundary. Like, if you do this, I will leave. This is what I will do, right? But again, this is also like a preference. Like if somebody tries to kiss you on the first date, then you can say, hey, you know what? I don't kiss on the first date. If you try that again, I'm going to go home. It's also like you don't, always need to go on a date or go into a date like, hey, listen, I'm announcing all of my boundaries, new person. Like, if you kiss me, I will leave. If you yell at me, I will leave. If you kick me, I will call the police and leave. If you, whatever, tell a dirty joke, I will leave. Like, you know when a boundary requires a verbalization and when you just can know your own boundaries within yourself and you take action appropriately if one is about to be crossed or is being crossed, right? Speaking of knowing your boundaries, that's one thing I want to mention here, which is that having clarity with yourself is really important to setting boundaries. If you're wishy-washy with your boundaries, then it's going to be really difficult for you to honor them. So if you want to set a boundary, Ask yourself some questions like, why is this important to me, right? Like, what do I think about this that makes this feel important? How will I know if somebody crosses this boundary? Like, what will that look like, right? And what exactly, like, exactly, exactly will I do when this thing happens? And I realize that sometimes you don't know that you have a boundary or or what you will do until something happens and someone crosses it. But I'm talking about like if you're already in that place where you're saying these things, like I need to set a boundary here or like this is a boundary for me, Like try to just get super clear for yourself so that you can be a pro at honoring yourself, right? So just for fun, let's do a model on this and find out what happens when you think the thought, the original thought um, that this episode is based on, which is he's not honoring my boundary. Okay? Because we like just got a little <laughs> a little uh, schooling in what boundaries are. But let's like look at what actually happens when we think this thought and believe this thought that someone else is not honoring my boundary. So I'll just play it out for me as if the circumstance was that my boss sent me an email at 10 p.m. okay because that's actually happened like when i worked for other people um and it still happens now i think with with friends right like i have i do have a boundary of not being on my phone <laughs> after 10 p.m. so okay my boss sent me this email at 10 p.m. that's what happened my thought is He's not honoring my boundary. When I think that thought, I probably feel mad or annoyed. Mad, annoyed. Yeah? And when I'm mad or annoyed, I do things like vent to my partner, right? Like run my mouth off and try and get him to agree with me that my boss sucks, (laughs) I am mad and I shoot off a response email trying to, like, explain my boundaries and re-explain why he's, like, not honoring them, right? I might text my coworkers about how annoying the boss is and, like, ask what they think I should do and ask them to get on my side about this issue. Usually when I'm mad... Or annoyed, I snack or overeat or like go try and get high off Instagram and try to get the mad to go away, right? So those are all some things that I do. And as a result, as a result of that, I stop honoring my boundaries, right? I don't honor my boundaries, (laughs) I don't honor my boundaries of not emailing after 10. And I also trample all over my entire evening where I had planned to relax and spend some QT with my man. And now I'm just bitching and texting and stuffing my face and rabbit holing on Instagram, all boundaries out the window. Right? So see how that works? Like, The result of thinking that someone else is not honoring my boundaries is that I'm not honoring my boundaries. (laughs) So we can see that that thought is not only unhelpful because by definition, a boundary is something that you must decide to honor, not the other person, but also the thought itself causes us to dishonor ourselves. Okay, that's my take on boundaries. (laughs) I hope this was helpful and um, not totally off-putting to some of you and maybe cleared some things up for some of you as well. Next week on the podcast, I'm starting a super fun series that I think a lot of you will enjoy. I'm doing 10 episodes with a focus on love, sex, and relationships because people are always asking me about that. And because I am also just sitting on so many sex puns, I can't hold them in, (laughs) and they need to be heard on this show. But seriously, tune in for episodes 10 to 20 if you've got questions about or interest in coaching on these topics, love, sex, and relationships. And don't forget to go sign up for Feel Better Fast, my coaching program that's on my website. It's $25 for five days do it. We may have sex puns there too. No promises, but I'll try. (laughs) We will talk about relationships there though. I can guarantee that because people are always asking me about other people. We love to get all up in our brains about the other people in our lives. So come join us there. Feel better fast. Learn to feel better first and take some empowered action from there. Hope to see you in the program and back here next week to talk dirty with me again. Thanks for making some magic with me today. Don't forget to subscribe. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Hannah Kokovai. So more women can begin conjuring the magic they want to. If you want to dive deeper into this work and collab with a certified mind magician, I work with women privately in my one-to-one coaching program that you can apply for right now at my website, hannahkokovai.com. I'm so honored to have been part of your day today, and I'll see you next time.